Welcome to the Mind Hub podcast with D and Cody. We are bringing you another episode. We apologize because we are a week uh, we missed last week, um, but we're excited to bring you this week's episode where we're going to talk about um, the positives of having a coach and being a coach. Um, so let's get started. Yes, let's do it. So D. What are yes. the positives of being a coach and having a coach? So first off, I did want to say for you guys who don't um, follow me on Instagram or my YouTube or anything, I am officially a certified personal trainer as of about a week and a half ago, almost two weeks. Um, so I took my exam and I am certified now. Um, I will want to say that you don't have to be certified to be a coach. Uh, I only did it because honestly, I had already paid for it. So I might as well just finish it. <laughs> and it's just in it. And it's not going to hurt me. It's only going to help me. Um, but again, you don't have to be certified to be a coach. Um, there are great coaches who are not certified. So I just wanted to put that out there. Um, but now I am. So that's cool to put on the resume. Um, and I just thought that this was a cool topic to talk about because you know, Cody has been a coach a lot longer than I have. Um, and I've been a coach since July. And I've also had a lot of, I've had a few coaches, um, a few that weren't so great. So I thought it was, I thought it would be a really good topic for us to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I've been coaching for a little over three years now with a little other moments sprinkled in in the past. Uh pre-transition all that stuff like pre-culinary school everything my initial route to what I wanted to do was to uh, be a trainer but I rerouted that dream you know for a while because it was like really overwhelming for me socially and everything with the dysphoria and stuff even though I didn't really know a lot of it was connected to dysphoria at the time so now that I'm more comfortable in my skin it's uh, a lot easier for me uh not always I mean there's always hard aspects of it but uh <laughs> let's see so yeah it's a little sprinkling of of coaching here and there and then also uh three years straight full-time so that's fun it, it's been and three years I, since you've been full-time like full that is crazy yeah if time flies I'm like damn that's crazy it's been three years now I remember so. watching your video saying I'm scared I'm gonna do it and I'm gonna go full-time like I, I I remember watching that and being like oh crap that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's funny because um I was definitely terrified and I was still doing kind of like some Instacart on the side but then Instacart in my area kind of got all messed up and so that wasn't even an option but it was kind of a blessing in disguise because it kind of just pushed me to um, put all of my energy into the right spot so at the time it was you know freaked me out but it 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 turned out well and luckily I still get to be doing what I'm doing and I want to keep doing that for as long as I can so um, that's all I really have in in mind for my future is just to keep doing this as long <laughs> as I can so um, what was I going to say oh yeah I've also had you know uh, some kind of questionable coaching experiences so <laughs> Yeah, That's we both fun. have. Yeah. I always say, uh, because I had a terrible coach starting off, um, that I want to be the person I wish I had when I started. Um, I don't want to say they they were all around terrible. They just they just didn't really know much. Um, and um, 
I think that it's important as a coach to have a coach sometimes as well, especially if you're competing or, you know, just in general, um, just like therapists should have, you know, should have a therapist themselves. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Like just because Cody is a coach or I am a coach, that doesn't mean we want to do our own programming. We do it for other people. <laughs> Why would we want to do it for ourselves? You know, cause like it, it takes a lot of work. Um, so having someone trusting someone enough to do it for you as a coach, um, is awesome because then you just, you don't have to think about it. Like, I don't want to always think about what my workout's going to be, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think <laughs> I'll never forget. I got a DM not too long ago. I think they asked me something and I just said, I am just, you know, following my coach's orders. And then they said something about how it was so weird to think that I'm a coach that has a coach. And uh, it's it's funny because I feel like there are some people who get it and there's some people who think that like, oh, you're such a shitty coach that you can't even coach yourself. And it has nothing to do with your ability to coach. Uh, it's just the sense that you're emotionally involved in yourself and you can't always make the most sound judgment because you're you are making decisions based off of how you feel in your own emotions versus having an outside perspective, you know, making the plan for you and pushing you. And there isn't this weird, like, oh, you know, I don't see any progress. So I'm going to do like two days for seven days, you know, just like doing stupid shit because you have this weird skewed view of yourself. Cause we mm -hmm. don't, we often see and view ourselves differently than other people. Um, and that was one of like the greatest learning lessons when it came to doing uh, show prep this year is just having someone from a different perspective lead me. So it wasn't, I wasn't leading myself based off my own fatigue or emotions or anything like that. And uh, it's kind of the same thing you would think with, you know, a doctor or whatever. They're not really allowed to, you know, have family members as patients because they are emotionally involved or the same reason that it's like I have these clients when they post up their progress pictures, they see that there's been like in their eyes, there's no change, nothing's working mm -hmm. and they're ready to quit. And then I look at their pictures and there's a huge change and I have to like kind of lead them and point the point out the changes to them and be like, hey, like, look at this is what you did. And they don't see it. So it's kind of this way of making sure that you are always going in the right direction based off your best interest and not your based off your emotions and your skewed view of yourself. So that's, yeah, just my perspective of things. Yeah. I also see some people um, say they don't want a coach that has a coach because, you know, how can I see results with their program if they can't see results with their own program? And it's like, everyone's different. Um, just because I give a, a, a client a program doesn't necessarily mean I want to follow that program because everyone's different. Everyone's goals are different. So like, it's okay for your coach to have a coach. It's okay for your trainer to have a trainer. Like, you know, I think like there's this stigma in the fitness world that like, you have to be better than everyone else. And it's like, no, everyone has a different coaching style. Everyone um, teaches differently. Everyone programs differently. Like my programming is probably different than Cody's and vice versa. And that's okay. And just because someone might be my client and might go to co Cody or vice versa, that's okay because everyone's different and we don't all fit with everyone. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And honestly, I think it says something more for 
you know, coaches that have coaches because they know how to ask for help and they know that they need it sometimes in order to direct their energy in the right places. So if I want to spend more time on my own clients, of course, I'm going to have a coach to help me with my stuff. So I don't have to do two things at once. I don't have to spend energy that I could be putting into my clients on myself. So it's really just like sometimes asking for help. That's a good quality in a coach to make sure that their energy is dispersed in the right places. Um, I just do think that sometimes people from, you know, outside perspective, see you as someone who doesn't trust their own training or Mm -hmm. doesn't, uh, you know, find results in their own training. And it's like, honestly, I didn't have a coach up until the last, until like six months ago when I first started this, you know, prep, I put myself through my own like prep for the, the other bodybuilding show that I did. And that is great and all, but I also didn't, I wasn't juggling as much at the time. And so it's when you have a lot on your plate, sometimes the best thing to do is have someone help you out. And it's not because I didn't trust my, my training and all that stuff. It's just like, everyone needs to be able to have someone lift them up when you're lifting other people up. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and I also think that, um, depending on what you're doing, you might have a coach for a few months. Um, and then you might go to a different one. Um, and like, depending on what your goals are, that's okay. I know there are some clients who, you know, can't, uh, adhere to a program and they'll do coach hopping. Um, and that's a thing, or I've seen that that's a thing. And, you know, until someone's ready to commit, you know, that could happen. Um, and I also wanted to say that, um, as a coach, you never want to bash another coach, um, especially publicly. One, it will hurt. It's it's just not professional. Um, and we're all in the same community. Like we're all in the fitness community. We all should, you know, lift each other up um, and help each other out. Like if I have a question about a client, I'll message Cody and I'll be like, hey, like, what do you think of this? Or like, is there something I could do differently? Because it's like, he's my mentor and, you know, I'm, And if I don't know something and I want to better help my client, I'm going to ask for help, you know, because you want to help them the best that you can. Um, So I did just want to put that out there that, you know, you never want to bash someone. It's just not nice. (laughs) Yeah. And I think we forget that we're all on the same team, you know, as coaches, um, we're not competition. We are teammates. We're all in the same, uh, we all have the same goals, which is to help people. So we have to remember that, uh, we don't have to, you know, beat each other up to help other people. <laughs> we don't have to compete with each other. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. Is there any other pros you can think of having a coach versus not having a coach? I think it's just like it, it, it puts you at ease. You don't have to think about what you need to do, what you should be doing. It just gives you another set of eyes to look at progress and, you know, to make adjustments and things like that. Uh, And it it helps you stay accountable. I can't speak today, (laughs) but it helps you stay uh, (laughs) accountable. Um, That way, you know, you can hold yourself more accountable. I don't know why that word is so difficult for me to say today. (laughs) Yes, accountability is huge. And I think people underestimate the power of accountability because it's like, even if you 
can do things on your own. It's nice at the end of the day to know that you have to kind of like check in with someone else or just that you have your own little support system or cheerleader, like, or if you mess up, you know, someone's going to be there to help you get back on track. And um, there are all these, there's just a lot of positives out of having a coach versus kind of going at things on your, on your own. And that's not to say that absolutely everyone needs a coach either. I mean, like I said, I didn't have one up until, you know, this last show and it was, it took me two tries <laughs> to get a coach. <laughs> um, Cause the first experience was a little bit of, uh, and I, I mean, I wouldn't say like a nightmare, but it was just uh, very, not what I was expecting or looking for. <laughs> so <laughs> I did find a coach though uh, that I meshed with well, and I'm still with them. So it's all about, you know, just sometimes it's kind of like finding a therapist. Sometimes mm -hmm. you kind of shop around a bit and see who you mesh with. And then when you find the right coach, you kind of know, and then you stick with them and until you either can go off on your own for a while or you move on to another coach, you know, whatever floats your boat <laughs> yeah definitely like you don't need a coach to make progress uh that's not what we're saying you can definitely do things on your own you don't need a you don't need a coach to lose weight to see any progress at all like you don't need one and you can do it on your own um i just wanted to say that too because i think it's important like we're not trying to sell you our coaching services we're just trying to give you our opinion um on these topics yeah, our, and also just kind of normalizing coaches having coaches. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Because <laughs> it's like, you don't have to have a coach. We have coaches, though. So it's yeah. like, um, overall, there's just no shame in, in needing or asking for help in, in any realm. Like, even if it's a business coach um, or a life coach or just whatever your goals are, it's it's okay to seek help and guidance and accountability. I think those are all things that we need in all walks of life. Like if I could have a coach for absolutely every aspect of my life, then I would be like, sweet, let's do it. But uh, you know, money and things like that are also a barrier. <laughs> Coaches are expensive sometimes, especially like for like, if you needed a business coach or like an accountant or like, I'm trying to think of what else you would need a coach for. And I can't think of it right now, but you know, <laughs> I'm sure they're out there. Yeah, just general life. I mean, like therapists are kind of coaches in a sense, but yeah. not really. Sometimes I'm, I wish my therapist was more of a coach and like, instead of just asking me how I feel about things and letting me make bad decisions, I wish she would be like, yo, you fucked hard. Like, what are you doing? Like you, you should not, what are you, you're dating that person again. Did you not learn from the first time? And so, you know, sometimes I'm just like, girl, this shouldn't be choose your adventure. Tell me when I'm being dumb, please. But you know, that's not really the job of a therapist. <laughs> some, some therapists are different than others. I, I, I've had one that, you know, that would tell me what I should like, give, not tell me, but like kind of guide me in the right way. Um, and then I've had some that just listen. So I think it depends on, you know, your, your therapist style, but yeah, like you Definitely. said, mostly they are not going to tell you what you should do yeah. <laughs> when that yeah. would make it so much easier. I know. I mean, okay. So that's literally what therapists are for just to kind of like guide you to your own decision. But sometimes looking back, I just want to be like, 
you let me do that and like you did <laughs> come on like sometimes it's okay you can you can speak up because that was just unnecessary suffering <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i i definitely uh agree with you sometimes it's just like can you just tell me what to do i don't really want to think right now of what i should be doing <laughs> <laughs> oh man and then you'd like they'd probably be like yeah actually i don't want to be sued or be responsible for yeah. <laughs> things that go wrong so tell me how more how you feel about that and yep. uh, maybe you can come to your own conclusion <laughs> yeah definitely oh, man. yeah yeah so yeah therapists not so coachy but still very valuable uh what other type of like what's kind of like a coach like other helpful resource besides actual coaching there's a lot of apps you know that that help out with things you know that are kind of like coachy like uh mindfulness apps that will remind you to meditate um you know we we did a whole podcast about like the top apps i think of 2021 um prior but you know i like there are definitely some apps that can coach for you. Um, but I'm trying to think of other things that are like, like you said, coachy. Yeah. I don't know. I think I like, can't think today. Yeah. There's just different aspects of coaching. So there's business coaches, life coaches, mm -hmm. uh, which I feel like sometimes you have to be careful with life coaches because oh, yeah. people go to them thinking they're like, therapisty and they have like zero training and then you end up you know making bad decisions because they told you to so i mean there is some value to therapists not telling you what to do uh let's see funny story um, my old trainer that um was my first trainer messaged me while we were on prep and told me that they were going to be a life coach and if i wanted to be their first client oh well <laughs> and I kindly declined, but uh, I just thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, I guess I know what I could do if this whole thing doesn't work out. Um... Right. <laughs> I, like, but, you know, I think fitness coaches and weight loss coaches and you know, those kind of things, they'll be around for a while, especially like with the internet, the, the way it is, like, there's always going to be someone who wants to better, better themselves. Um, there's going to be a whole bunch of people that want to better themselves. That's why there's not just one coach or two coaches or three coaches. There's a whole bunch of coaches and you can decide. And sometimes it can be overwhelming <laughs> to decide what coach you want to try. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's like, probably it's, there can be like decision fatigue with, there are a lot mm -hmm. of coaches out there and trying to find one that is right for you. So I guess there's probably a few things that you might look in for a, a good coach. And there's like a few red flags. Um, I think some things that I've noticed is if the coach, you know, is trying to sell you something or if like they're giving you their discount codes for something. Uh, my previous coach did that to me. <laughs> And that was an immediate red flag. And that was like day three. And I was kind of <laughs> like, I I don't really want to buy your 
pre-workout or whatever. I forget what he was trying to sell me. I think it was a pre-workout or something like that, or just some, some supplements. And uh, let's see, other red flags, like certifications or not having certifications aren't necessarily like a red flag that jumps out to me. I'm not searching for someone that has specific certifications, but I am looking for experience. And that's mm. like, how long has this person been coaching? What has this per like the results of the person people that they've coached before um and just their overall reputation so it's like those are some things that would probably weigh in more than any specific certification uh but experience definitely is usually something that i look into that apparently i just <laughs> sometimes it could be a facade and you're <laughs> like oh wow i thought that you were way better coach than you were so it's not always this foolproof way of finding out sometimes the only way you can figure it out is by working with them um you'll soon find out eventually if they <laughs> are what oh, you're yeah. looking for but yeah i don't know can you think of any other red flags uh i i don't think so you know i think just make sure that you mesh with them um or at least you think you might mesh with them. Um, Cause I remember when I first, like before I even started like on this journey, I, I had someone who was a coach and they just sent me a meal plan and workouts. Um, and then maybe I would talk to them once a week. And that is just, I don't think that's how you should do things. So, you know, that was a red flag. If they just send you things and basically are like, here, you just do this and like, that's it. They don't really talk to you. Um, I think that would be a red flag. Um, and I think something you could do is if you wanted to set up a call or zoom call or an email with the person you want to be a coach with before you sign up, like that's totally okay. Um, you don't have to like just pay for it and then see what you are going to get. You know, you can talk to the coach beforehand most of the time, um, to see how they are and to see if you will mesh with someone before you spend your money, because essentially like we're here for you. Um, and if we want you to be better, we can make the time to have a conversation with you, whether that be via email or zoom or phone call or whatever. Yeah. And everyone, everyone coaches different. I do everything via email. Um, essentially it's like, Every coach has their different way of doing things, but it's about having being on the same page with expectations. Yeah. So you can definitely either the coach is going to lay out their expectations, things for you, or you can ask just so you are on the same page so that when you do go into coaching, you aren't like, whoa, this was not what I expected. And then you're upset or the coach is upset or whatever. So just making sure that you are entering in to the partnership, like on the same page, um, going into things, I think is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So other than that, I think like ways to be, I mean, we could go over like ways to be a good client. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would say communication is always something, you know, it, if you, if you need something more, if you have a problem with something, don't hesitate to actually communicate that. Mm -hmm. I think all too often people will ghost over yes. actually speaking up. And so it's kind of like, we can't help you if we don't know what you need or what's going on. We can only guess or assume sometimes, mm -hmm. and that could be wrong. 
So it's if there's something that you're not getting, something that you need that you know you need something to be changed, definitely uh, communi- communicate that to us. And that's not to say that anything you want is going to be given to you. I'm going to say that, but it's like <laughs> at least we can get on the same page because it's you, you never know. Like if you're like, oh yeah, I want to, I need a phone call every single day for an hour. Uh, <laughs> for three months it's going to be like okay that's yeah i'm sorry but gotta set those boundaries but it's more of like if you need you know some, something pertaining to your your exercise routine or your nutrition plan um there's always ways to pivot and adjust things for you to make it work for your for your schedule for your life or your needs or whatever so those are the types of things that it's like even if you mess up even if you have a binge or you like you're you're fell off track, you don't have to just leave. You can tell us. Like, yes, it's not a big deal. <laughs> uh, I see too many clients who ghost me, um, or they'll do well for like two weeks or three weeks, even even a month, and then I I'll never hear from them again. And and you know like. I don't like that. I want you to communicate with with me if I'm doing something wrong or if you want something different or you know, you want to see something different or you don't like the workouts or you're hungry and the calories are too low or anything like that. Like you just have to talk to us. And like you said, Cody, like we don't know, we can't read your mind, you know? Yeah, exactly. So yeah, just definitely with those things or if like something hurts and yes, injuries, you're like, oh man, I can't do this anymore because this hurts. So I'm I'm going to just ghost and quit. It's like, you don't, you don't have to do that. Like, I'll give you a different exercise. It's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, shit happens. Even I have these issues where I'm like, oh, I can't do this for at least like a good week because this hurts. So it's just like, don't forget that coaches are humans and we yes. don't expect you to be machines because you come to, you know, be coached by us. It's a lot of misconceptions of, you know, what we expect. And I think that's probably like the biggest reason people probably tend to ghost because they yeah. just feel that we're going to be disappointed and it's just like no you know we it, you disappear so anything is better than that even if you like give us a, a reason and then you leave it's just like communication is just so important yeah yeah no i i completely uh agree with you like i think that you know like we're trying to get you to one day so you don't need us, right? We want this to be a lifestyle change. We don't want this to be a fad diet. We want you to learn from us. We want you to be able to do this yourself one day um, if you if that's what you want. Um, so you have to talk to us. We can everyone learns differently. So you know, so if you communicate that with us, like what your learning style is, then we're able to give you that and you'll, you will probably see more results than if you just ghosted us or if you didn't talk to us or communicate with us. Yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably my biggest uh, tip of, you know, how to use coaching to (laughs) your, you know, utmost potential. If you're a client, it's just like, talk to us. That's, that's it. That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. No, like just communicate with us. That's all you yep. need to do. Perfect. <laughs> it's snowing so much over here. Oh, man. I did it like, how much do you have already? Is it? We probably have like six inches already, maybe almost. That's a good amount. That's like all I had gotten and our power went out. It was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, I think my internet's really slow. So if, you know, if this podcast isn't the greatest, it's probably because of me and it's snowing outside. <laughs> or it could just be because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> it could so be both of us combined. It really could just be both. And But hey, I might be getting better internet soon. Internet soon so hopefully we won't have to deal with as much uh, cutting in and out. <laughs> yes. Did you want to give them an update? Uh, sure. So literally like five minutes before this podcast, uh, I just got a notification that I was approved for an apartment that I'm going to be moving into in civilization. Because if you don't know, currently I live, you know, in East Jesus Nowhere and the internet is horrible. It's like the greatest view <laughs> on earth. If I could just take the view with me wherever I go, that would be amazing. But outside of the view, the convenience level is like negative 10. So it's just a lot of driving. I, I basically feel like I'm camping every day because <laughs> it's if you go to the grocery store and you forget something, it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to have that for a few days. Like you just don't go back to get it. It's just not what you do. It's too far. Uh, so I'm moving to more of a central location. So I'll be like basically five minutes from everything. It's not as pretty of an area. I'm going to miss the view. That is no doubt. But uh, I, I do, for work, need actual internet. Yeah, so, you do. And the power not going out every hour. <laughs> yeah. So the best part is that I will be on Roseville Electric, which is not PG&E. So I will never have to deal with the PG&E <laughs> shit that happens every summer because the wind blows and there might be a fire. So I won't have to deal with the PG&E stuff and uh, I can have actual high-speed internet and that is everything that I could ever need in life. So we're good. <laughs> good. That's awesome. I'm excited yes. for you to have more space and you know to have a door to your bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that is yeah those little small things i'm like oh privacy so you know if people come over we can't hear each other like peeing and pooping and uh like i could take a shower with people over instead of just being like okay close your eyes for like a good 20 don't <laughs> just don't look uh for anyone listening who has not like seen the layout of my current place there's no privacy there's no walls there's literally it's all one big space and it's an open shower. So the shower is literally just in the middle of the room and you can see it from like all areas of the, uh, of the, of the loft. So um, there is no, no privacy. It's always naked time. And um, <laughs> it's, I I'm, you know, I'm ready for like a good solid private shower. So good. Good. <laughs> I'm excited for you to have that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, so I did want to thank Skylar who sent us in this podcast idea. Um, they follow me on Instagram and I just wanted to thank them because they actually sent us a whole list of ideas. So that is awesome because sometimes we can't think of things to talk about. Um, so if you guys have any ideas, you can DM our Instagram or DM one of us. Um, and we will definitely take a look and, you know, we're open to pretty much anything, give or take. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Let's just yeah. emphasize pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, always up for topics. So definitely helpful. 
Yeah. Was there anything else you wanted to add? I think that's it. How about you? No, I think that's pretty good. I hope you all have a great week. Um, and if you're still listening, thank you again. You can leave us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Spotify and Instagram and all those great things. Um, we will hopefully be uploading um, every Monday. <laughs> this will probably go up on Tuesday, but you know, you know, it happens. But we thank you all for listening and to s still be sticking with us. Yes, thank you.